Welcome to Peanut Butter People, the podcast for those of us holding the sandwich of life together. And now your host, Genevieve. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Peanut Butter People. How have the last two weeks been for everyone? Peanut Butter People is back from vacation. I hope in the last couple of weeks you've had a chance to add some gentleness to your journey here and there. Today we're going to briefly discuss the topic of waiting. Ah, wait. A four-letter word if there ever was one. Waiting, definitely not my strongest virtue. But that's okay. We're all working on something, aren't we? And that is definitely the truth. So one of the reasons that we're going to talk a little bit about waiting today is that as peanut butter people, we can get caught up with waiting. Either waiting not long enough, getting a little impatient, or sometimes actually waiting a little bit too long. And again, our motive for either one usually is not a bad motive. Usually, if we get caught up in not waiting long enough, it's due to the fact that we're trying to get everything done. We feel the need, we feel the pressure to hurry, to get all of the boxes checked because we need to get things done for ourselves for our families, for our friends, for our job. Because a lot of times it seems that as soon as we get one or two things done, another three or four things are added to the bottom of our list. So if we don't keep up, if we don't keep pushing, if we wait too long to get some of the things done, we'll never get caught up. And then we'll just end up very overwhelmed. The flip side of that is that sometimes we actually end up waiting too long for some things. Again, our motive is not a bad one. Usually in that case, our motive for waiting a little bit too long is that we want to make sure that we're going to make the right choice. We want to make sure we'll do it right, that we won't make a mistake, that there won't be an error. So sometimes we actually end up waiting longer than we should or longer than we need to out of fear. Fear that the choice that we make or the job that we do won't be good enough. Or, as most peanut butter people think, won't be perfect. Because that's what a lot of us expect sometimes, is that perfect, which is not a realistic goal. But that doesn't mean that's not what we're aiming for. So we hear a lot of things about waiting, don't we? We make statements about waiting. We hear other people make statements about waiting. Statements like, I can't wait until fill in the blank. I can't wait until the weekend. Or I can't wait until vacation next month. Or from your kids, you hear, I can't wait until the end of the school year. 
if you're the parent, you're probably saying, I can't wait until school starts next fall. Sometimes we hear the phrase, I have to wait until. Fill in that blank. For example, I have to wait until I get a raise or my bonus. Much like Chevy Chase in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, right? He had to wait for his Christmas bonus so that he could put in his swimming pool when spring came. And we all remember how that went. Sometimes we have to wait to be able to do something because we have to wait to get certified, licensed, a class or a course completed. Sometimes we hear or say, I should wait until. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes the should wait is because we want to make sure we have all the facts. I should wait until I have more information so that I can make a wise decision. Sometimes we hear, I'm so glad I waited. I'm so glad I waited because now the dress that I wanted is on clearance or the washer and dryer that we needed is on sale. But whatever statement we say or hear others make about waiting, waiting is hard for most of us. There's a struggle involved with waiting most of the time. There's an impatience involved there. And I think that impatience has grown. We tend to be impatient as humans, especially in today's society where we're used to that instant gratification. You know, for most of us, if we want food, we can get it pretty quickly. We can satisfy that desire fairly soon. Even if we're driving on a trip somewhere. In not too many miles, we know that most likely there's going to be an exit. We can get off, we can go through a drive through and we can satisfy that craving for a cheeseburger. There's instant gratification if we have a question nowadays. We don't have to wait to ask a teacher, wait to find a professional, although sometimes we should, but we can easily type in any question that we might think of into a computer and a lot of different answers will come up. A lot of times they are not always correct, but we will get a lot of different answers very quickly. It's that instant satisfaction that we have an answer. We have instant gratification when it comes to entertainment. Most of us nowadays are fairly attached to some type of electronic device for most of a day. For the better or for the worse, it just seems to be that that's the way it is. And that means instant entertainment. We don't have to wait to hear a song, see a movie, have a laugh, shed a tear. It's pretty much all at our fingertips nowadays, isn't it? But there's a downside to having that instant gratification. It feels good in that moment to get what we want. 
and to get it when we want it and to not have to wait. But in a way, it almost devalues what we get. We get it so fast. We've had no time to build up an appreciation for what it is that we're actually getting or what it is that we're actually learning. Everything is accelerated. And in a way, it tends to, in many cases, kind of suck the joy, suck the value out of what we end up getting. And that's a pitfall of instant gratification. Now, the flip side of that is that there are benefits of waiting, that delayed gratification. Sometimes that delayed gratification makes what we're waiting for all the sweeter, tends to make the value go up a little bit. You know, think about when you're planning your wedding. Most of the time, unless, you know, you're eloping to Las Vegas, which nothing wrong with that, totally fun. But when you're planning a wedding, it can be stressful. But there's also that buildup, that excitement, that knowledge that in a certain number of days or weeks or months, that event is going to have a beautiful culmination So you know there's some delayed gratification there. And sometimes it really does make things all the sweeter. So when we do have to wait for something, what is the best way to wait? Well, we have a couple of choices, don't we? We can wait impatiently, kind of tapping our toe and pacing the floor, either physically or mentally pacing the floor, agitated, restless, Kind of like the animal in the cage at the zoo. Back and forth, a little irritable. Or, much like if we're on a long plane ride across the ocean, we can be restless and agitated. Or we can sit back in our seat, know that we're going to get there eventually, enjoy the in-flight movie, Read a little, nap a little, relax a little, and enjoy the process of waiting for that flight to land. And it's the same with waiting for anything. We can be restless and agitated. Normally, nothing productive comes from being restless and agitated while we're waiting, except that we frustrate ourselves, and we usually annoy the people that we care about and those around us. Or... We can enjoy the journey, enjoy the process of waiting. Know that that delayed gratification is going to make what we're waiting for all the sweeter, all the more valuable to us in the long run. Now, the thing is, we don't want to wait with certain things too long to get so wrapped up in having to make the most perfect choice that it leads to procrastination so that you're almost paralyzed with waiting. Being paralyzed with waiting is no better 
than not waiting long enough. They're both equally bad because they're not making a decision or a choice in the proper amount of time. So as peanut butter people, we have to get used to not feeling pressure into not waiting long enough, but also not being paralyzed with procrastination for fear that we're making the wrong choice or that the job won't be done perfectly. Now, another interesting aspect of waiting is one of sometimes we don't have to wait for things. And I guess to me today, that's the most important thing I'd like to get across. Sometimes, especially as peanut butter people, we feel like we have to wait for things we don't really have to wait for. And these are things, these are tangible things. Sometimes these are things like joy in certain areas of our lives. Sometimes in our mind, we convince ourselves we have to wait until when we don't. For example, my grandmother had a whole cupboard in her bathroom filled with brand new, beautiful bath towels. Beautiful rose patterns, flowers, colors. And from the time I ever stayed with my grandmother, and I stayed with her quite a bit when I was a little girl, those towels sat in that cupboard. Brand new, folded neatly, never used. Laundry day would come, she would wash the towels that were in the bathroom, hang them back up on the rack. And there was a rotating set of towels, sometimes pink, sometimes blue, but those special towels in that corner cupboard were never used. She was waiting and waiting and waiting. And years and years later, after she passed away, those towels were still sitting in that corner cupboard in her bathroom, waiting. And they were finally given away and were never used. The same can be said for her doll collection. She would see a little doll in a catalog or a little doll in a shop and she would buy the doll and she would look at it. She would open the box. She would show it to us. She would close the box, tape it up put it in the closet in the upstairs and never get it out again. She was waiting. In her words, she was saving it for good. Now, there's nothing wrong with saving something special. Obviously, you save certain things. You save a wedding dress to wear on your wedding day. It's not something you get out of your closet and put on every day. And if you actually do do that, that's totally okay too. There's something absolutely okay with saving certain things. 
But when all of a sudden it turns into you're saving everything for good, you're saving everything for a particular moment, whether it's your towels, your doll collection, the clothes in your closet, going on that trip that you've always wanted to go on. If you're saving everything for later, if you're saving everything for good, there's no joy there. You're not getting any happiness out of that. You know, when I got married almost 20 years ago, it will be 20 years this year, my mother was very wise and encouraged me to get a beautiful set of dishes that I wanted and to not just get them and put them away, but to use them every day as my daily dishes and to appreciate and to care for them properly, but to enjoy them. And her comment to me was, if you're not the one who gets to enjoy them, then who will? If not you, then who? And I took that wise advice. And still to this day, I use and enjoy those dishes, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I'm so glad that I have. Now, have I ever broken a dish or a cup? Sure. That's life. It happens. Is there a chip here and there in one or two of the plates? Yep. Do I wish I had just put them into a cupboard 20 years ago and only gotten them out once in a while to look at? Nope. Because the joy that they give me on a day-to-day basis far surpasses any chip in a plate or broken cup. You know, one of the things I noticed about my husband when we first got married, and I don't know if it's a boy thing or if it's just a him thing, but when we would go to a store and he'd see a shirt, we'd get out to the car He'd dig the shirt out of the bag. He'd rip the tag off the shirt right in the car. And sometimes he'd change shirts and put on the new shirt right there in the car. And there I was with my little bag of, say, a shirt or a pair of shoes. And I would be thinking how I would go home and neatly take the tags off and neatly wipe them off and put them in my closet. And I have learned to absolutely love his joy at just taking something, getting something, and immediately enjoying it. And yes, I guess you could call that instant gratification, but it's a good example that we have to be able to perceive the difference when instant gratification is a good thing. Instant gratification is not always a negative doesn't always take value away. There are things that we do need to enjoy instantly or enjoy in the moment. You know, I've heard so many people say they were waiting until they retired 
to go on a trip. They talked about it for years. And so many times it seems to happen that as wonderful as all of those conversations were, when the time actually then comes to be able to go, they aren't able to for one reason or another. It would have been far better had they actually gone when they were talking about it. When I was a child, my mother went on a trip to Israel. And they had big, large tour buses to transport everyone. And it was a busy trip. It definitely was not a leisurely trip. It was a wonderful trip, and she enjoyed it very much. But it was a lot of getting on and off the tour buses to see the different sites, uh, a lot of walking, um, a lot of steps, a lot of physical exertion, a lot of physical activity. And I remember one of the things that she said to me was that it was so wonderful to her because she loved everything that she got to see. And she's very healthy, so thankfully she was able to do and to see and to enjoy everything. But how sad it was, she said, to see the people who had waited and waited to be able to go on a trip like this. And who were now at the point where they were too tired to get on and off the bus. To walk the number of steps required to get to see something. So they spent the whole trip sitting on the bus. That's an instance where we don't want to wait on certain things when we don't have to. Don't wait on joy. Don't wait on happiness. And that doesn't just mean the big things, the big trips, or the big goals. It means the little joys, the little things day to day that bring you happiness. You know, as peanut butter people, we may be the peanut butter between the breads, but normally right beside the peanut butter is the jelly, the sweet stuff. As peanut butter, you're allowed to enjoy the jelly. You're allowed to enjoy the sweet stuff. So going forward this week, I want you to give a thought here and there to waiting. Maybe times when you don't wait long enough. Maybe times when you procrastinate and wait a little too long because you don't want to do it wrong. But most of all, I want you to think of little ways here and there, or maybe even some big ways, where you're waiting And you don't have to. Don't let the towels sit in the corner cupboard, never used. Because you're just indefinitely waiting. Enjoy the jelly. Enjoy the sweet stuff. That's important. Now next week is Easter. So we're going to take Easter off. So our next podcast will be on Sunday, April 24th. Hope to be with you then. 
In the meantime, have a great week and keep some gentleness in your journey.